Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're in the studio doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the studio. Glad to have you. That's right. So we're going to kick it off again today, of course, talking about Sasquatch. We may dip into a few other topics, but we're going to kick it off with Sasquatch. So the last time we talked to you guys, we told you that there was a photo circulating that uh, we were going to put on the screen behind us. And there it is. We want you to look at that, and we want you to decide for yourself. Is it real, or is it Memorex? Right. And, and I ask you to decide for yourself, because lately, with the uh, emergence of AI, I've, I know there's videos floating around. Uh, one, an election video. Uh, there was another video floating around that was AI generated that showed a bombing near the Pentagon. So pictures like this are going to be commonplace. It's going to be up to us to use our discernment and determine what we think about them. Uh, if you think there won't be AI generated Bigfoot pictures, think again. Right, right. And uh, there, there's going to be all kinds of, with te as technology advances, there's going to be all kinds of different stuff out there. Uh, and I don't know. I don't. I don't believe you could always trust the news to report the truth. So, no. You like you said, you got to choose what to believe and what not to believe. That's right. It's going to come down to what you believe and how you look at things. Um, but yeah, I think you know. And they say, well, we're going to regulate AI, and I just don't put much faith in that. Right. right. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, the government really don't know how to regulate anything. Right. Just look at the spending predicament we're in right now. Well, look at how they regulate immigration. Right. How, how do they? <laughs> <laughs> Our point's been point taken, right? Anyway, there's a picture. Look at it for yourself and let us know what you think. And, and speaking of picture, um, you also sent me another picture of a, a man next to a supposed Sasquatch. Right. Now, it's a, it, it's a very tall thing it, it looks primate uh, right it almost looks like a giant chimp almost i mean it does so when i first saw this picture i thought wow okay let's let's look at this um a matter of fact that same picture i sent you someone's trying to debunk it and they're already saying that that's an ai generated picture oh, okay and uh, that's that's why we're entering a new era of what they would call disinformation but for those of you that have had your personal encounters, you know this creature is real. Right. You know it's not a myth. You had your firsthand experience. So no matter what picture circulates, some of you out there know that no matter what picture they post, this creature is real. Right. The only thing with these uh, new hoaxes and stuff, it's just going to discredit the whole community more. It, it is. And it's it, it, it's going to make a lot of people who may be on the fence say, ah, oh, yeah, it's all bullcrap. Right. That's what it's going to do. It's going to create a wider divide. 
Right. So you're going to get hardcore people like us that believe this creature's out there and he's real. And like you said, you're going to get the people that were on the fence and now they're like, now see, I knew it all along. Right, uh, right. But if, you, if you've had your experience and you know, just stick to what you know. Trust your own eyes, your own, your own experience. Right, no, no. And there's been a lot of videos circulating um, uh, about the Nephilim. That's, that's becoming a hot topic. Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've seen several videos circulating on Facebook and on YouTube and... You know, I sent my brother one where they're supposedly saying that the U.S. government is working with the Nephilim in these right. deep underground bases. And and what I found interesting about that is uh, <coughs> Nephilim, there are fallen angels, correct? Cor- correct. And uh, they said, you got to sign an agreement before you even go to these underground labs to never use the word Jesus Christ. Right. Even in the sense where like you stub your toe or something. Because it's, uh, I guess, a, a sensitive topic, seeing how they are the fallen angels. Right. And uh, they even said that these people are getting ready for a intergalactic war with God, right? Yeah, right. Something like that. And uh, I, I don't know if you truly believe in God, none of this stuff really matters to him. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, and they, they feel like they're going to win the, the, the war with God. And of course, if, you, if, you, uh, if you're a believer and you read your Bible, you'll see that all through history, yeah, they're trying to steer mankind wrong because they think it, it is winnable. But, you know, the Bible says different. We know how the story ends. Right. But, you know... The interesting thing about this video is they never once mention a weapon. No. So maybe in a sense they are kind of winning the battle. Maybe not the war, but the battle. Look at uh, human behavior here on earth now. Right. Uh, and, and it is, you know, a lot of it is, uh, well, let, let, me, let me rephrase this. And I'm not trying to make this into a religious discussion or whatnot. But like I've told many people, you know, and everyone... Well, not everyone, but a lot of people are familiar that when Jesus went into the desert and he was tempted by the devil, one of the things that Satan offered him was the kingdoms of the world. And I always tell people, you can't offer what's not yours. And not once did Jesus dispute it and say, they're not yours to give, you know? Right. So then it has to be a true fact that the kingdoms of the world belong to him. And uh, no matter what kingdom you live in, he influences it. If you just look around you now, especially right. in today's society, that's a pretty good point. Right. But um, <clears throat> you said you weren't trying to make it into a religious thing. <laughs> I know the minute you say, bring me the priest. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, that's a little expert for those of you that haven't seen uh, the Pope's exorcist. Yeah. Uh, good watch. Good watch. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it was a good watch. But... Uh, but anyway, on that note, um, I did see another video where it was supposedly in 2017 that they uncovered a tomb in the area of Egypt and their Saint Nephilim, and they were showing they were like petrified, almost you know solidified like a rock, and uh, they had like jewelry on and whatnot. And there again, I I said, hmm, okay, I'm gonna have to really take this with a grain of salt, um, but. Like I said, the Nephilim are a hot topic. Right, just like uh, that other video. Uh, now, this story has been circulating for some time during the Gulf War or 
mm. Afghanistan war were the giant of Kandahar. Right. Now, the only difference is this time we got a different person's perspective on what happened. He was actually part of the air crew that flew it out. Right. Um, that, that, is a, that was a good video. And I listened to the story and the story, it really intrigued me. And what really caught my attention is when he related it back to New Mexico, to right, Albuquerque. right here where we live, Albuquerque. Um, <clears throat> he, he was told by just a Native American that he met at Cali's Brew Pub. And for those of you that aren't familiar with Cali's, it's just a place where you could go have food and drink and you know you could sit outside in the patio. But when he said that, I'm like, okay, this guy does know Albuquerque, so. Right. There, there, there's got to be a grain of truth to this story. Right, and what I, the part that I thought was interesting is him and another gentleman were in Kelly's having a drink, and the Native American man approached him. The Native American man sensed something, right. maybe that he had been in the presence of a giant or something, because he told him he needed to pray over him. Right. And then he basically confirmed what that, the guy said about seeing a giant, and the Native American man said, yeah, they are here. The earth swallowed them up, he said, according to their folklore. Right. And uh, any time now, they're gonna, the earth is going to spit them back out. Right. And, that, and he was referring to the Sandia Mountains right yeah. here in Albuquerque. He said that the Sandia swallowed them up, and pretty soon they're going to be spit back up. Uh, which makes, takes us back to uh, what we were just talking about, the deep underground bases where supposedly the governments of the world are working with the Nephilim. And, uh, right. you know, of course, they're going to trade technology and whatnot because if you go to the original story uh, of the Nephilim, which is in Genesis 6-1, it tells you how they... It doesn't go into detail, but it tells you how they bred with the daughters of men on Earth. And there's where the giants of renown came from, which I always look at that like the myth, you know, the giants of mythical times. Um, not only that, it, you know, you go into the Bible and it talks about when they were going to cross into the promised land. And they said, well, how can we defeat these people? We're like grasshoppers in their sight. So those people were extremely large. Right. And it just makes you wonder because a, a lot of people and i brought this to some people who supposedly said they know their bible and it you know it says the giants were on the earth before the flood and after the flood right um and everyone says well no everything got destroyed by the flood i'm like wow you know it says right there in genesis 6 that you take it for what it is but that's what it says i didn't say it the bible said right it. now the non-believers uh People who don't believe in God, the Bible, whatever, they, they dismiss the Bible as fairy tales. Right. Now, it's interesting how uh, the stories in the Bible will coincide with uh, stories from Native Americans right. or other ancient, uh, ancient civilizations. Right. I mean, so there, to me, <clears throat> if all these people around the world who never had communication with each other are speaking of the same subjects... Uh, same type of stories there's got to be something to it right and i mean and, and they've spoken about them from generation to generation uh, we talked about in some of our previous podcasts about the natives in this country and why why when you would write up to a native why you would hold your hand up you know people see the movies and they say how and hold their hand up but there was a purpose to it according to the natives because the nephilim had six fingers and six toes 
You know, they were six digits and two rows of teeth. So that's how they would distinguish if you were, if you had Nephilim blood, which to them, you're going to try and cannibalize their people because that's what they did. They tried to eat other natives, and there's tales of them going to war with the Nephilim. Right. But that's, that's the whole reason why they held their hand up, to see if you have five or six digits. Now, uh, I know we've <clears throat> talked about this before, but the skulls they found in Lublock Cave in Nevada... Right. The, those were giant skulls, and they also had two rows of teeth. Right. Now, we've talked about how the, these fallen angels breeded with man, and I, I believe that there's still traces of their DNA because uh, I personally know of people being born with six digits. Right. But at birth, that six digit is cut off. Cut it's off. removed. Yeah, of course. And you, you know also. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I've seen little kids now. It might not, might not be a permanent thing, but sometimes they, I've seen two rows of teeth. Right. Like, oh, like oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I believe you're right. I mean, the gene pool, uh, one of the things, and like I said, I'm not trying to make this a religious show, but one of the things that Satan wanted to do was corrupt the gene pool. And now that's, that's a conversation that we could have, and it would take four to six hours to go through it in detail and to even convince you otherwise. But if the gene pool is corrupted, then, you know, basically just sum it up back then if the gene pool was corrupted there would have been no savior born on earth right so uh we'll leave it at that but yes these these creatures so if you read the book of enoch they tell you exactly which fallen angel taught what to the people of earth warfare uh, how to use musical instruments the art of meteorology, using metal, uh, even taught women how to use makeup, and it—it's—it's it's just crazy. Now, like I said, these are these are books. Now, the Book of Enoch's not in you know the Protestant or the Catholic Bible, but the Ethiopians and some other religions, they do have that book and they do hold it as a holy book. So, according to them, these stories are real. Um, right, and. You know, when I read it and, and I went through it, I'm like, it makes sense. But for whatever reason, uh, that's another discussion. Right. It was kept out of the other Bibles. Now, you you mentioned about uh, Satan trying to corrupt the gene pool. Mm. I Personally, I think he's succeeding because look at all the diseases we have, all the right. deformation, whatever. And they trace it all back to genes. Right. Something's wrong and, with the genes or... And, and like I tell people, that started from, if you're, once again, if you're religious, that started from the fall in the garden when, right. when Adam and Eve were deceived and they got kicked out of the garden. From that moment on, everything was corrupted. Right. Well, just look at our gene pool. We're supposed to be six foot five and muscular and look at us. Right. <laughs> five foot four and fat. <laughs> no. Well, that's pretty accurate. But yeah, no, we're not blaming it on that. No, but I mean, these are just interesting things that are circulating around the internet. And it seems like the topic of the Nephilim is coming back as a heated right. debate and it's right. gaining a lot of attention. And, you know, you wonder wonder why, you know, yeah. more people are getting exposed. More people getting exposed. Uh, maybe something happened, like maybe a leak. That's why that story came about working with the government. Right. Who knows? Uh, so, something rekindles the fire. It does. Just like uh, now we have summertime coming up. We've had a tremendous amount of rainfall. Right. So uh, food, berries, nuts in the forest are going to be abundant. So... 
uh, I'd be willing to bet my paycheck that Sasquatch stories are going to go up this summer too. Uh, I guarantee, because, like you said, because there's been an abundance. When there's plenty of water, there's plenty of food. Right. And that means every all creatures are going to prosper because water. Right. And uh, I, I believe the animals know the cycles of the weather better than us. So, right. I mean, we've been in a drought, then we go into a monsoon season, whatever. Um, so they might know what's coming next year better than us. So if we're going to have plentiful fruit and food for the next couple years, you might even see more stories of like the babies being seen, the Sasquatch babies. You might, you might. No, and I think we are going to get some uh, sightings up in our area. Hopefully we get one of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because just for that reason. Now, some other areas may be a little drier, but it, from what I'm hearing all across our country there's a lot of water yeah um, the reservoirs too much are, yeah, water. yeah the reservoirs are filling up and but like you said we need them and that does lead to you know more water rainfall snow packed it's slowly mounting so these these crops that may have not like we're talking wild crops the berries and whatnot that may have not bloomed as much in the previous year this year there's going to be an abundance right and um, even <clears throat> years where it hasn't been uh, maybe so wet, the right. seasons, we've been up to the mountains and we see the bushes full of berries. We do. We do. But it's going to be interesting this year. Yeah, mm. it is. It is. And uh, hopefully we'll be there to witness it. La- uh, last summer, we, uh, we, there was a hiccup in our research cycle. So <laughs> hopefully this year things are back to normal. Right. Yeah, we're hoping to get back on track. Uh, and there, there was. Let's let's touch base on one more thing. There was a, a video going around, and it was a good, clear video. There again, I don't know where it came from, but it was a triangle UFO, uh, and people were. The caption was, "Not alien ours," is what they were saying, and uh, I I watched the video. It's about thirty forty five seconds long, and it's crystal clear. And then at the end of the video, this triangular UFO just shoots up in the air like super fast. I mean, so fast that it's it's gone. Right. And and uh, like the, I said, the caption said, "Not alien, ours." And that made me think because uh, you know I've read so many stories and so many accounts that where the U.S. government has shot them out of the air and were reverse engineering them and. Right. Not so much shot them, but knocked them out. Right, knocked them out. For whatever reason, even they crashed. But we've acquired that technology, and we are reverse engineering it. Right. And and I I thought, because I've heard the stories about aliens in these bases working with our government. And uh, my thought was, well, how come we don't have that technology on the table already? Right. But if you really think about it, we do look at our telephones. We kind of do. We really do. I mean, ever since the, you know, the let's say the 40s and 50s technology just started taking off right and i mean it's doubled like every year and if you look uh, and let, let's go back to when i graduated high school in the mid 80s and i'm not trying to Whoa. put my age out there but but you know i used to say if i had a phone that i could put in my pocket because that back then i thought i was cool because i had a 20 foot cord on the phone mounted to the wall so I could take it into my room lay on my bed and talk and I used to always think if I could have a phone that I could take with me how cool would that be 
jump ahead 25, 30 years, and there it is. Right here, in your pocket. In my pocket. And not only a phone, a, a damn supercomputer. Yes. The, the computing power of our phones today are stronger than some of the computers in the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. And, and I always think of that, and I'm like, be careful what you wish for, right? So it's amazing how technology is just boomed. Right. Even the internet. Right. But I've always thought if the government's working with these aliens, how come we don't see more of these things in the sky, these are our alien crafts, I guess you could say. But then I always think about it, and you and I both know, because we're both in the military, both work for the government, uh, just because we don't see it, we don't know about it, don't mean it don't exist. That's right. That's right. Just, just like all the other technologies, uh, the spy planes, the SR-71, they, they spent decades under top secret wraps before the public knew about them. Right. And now, like the SR-71, they finally released that to the public when they're getting ready to retire it. Right. That's pretty strange how that works, huh? Right. No, and that's how it is. I mean, because you don't, you're going to keep your best military secrets under wrap, and then when you need them, then they come out. But that's why we hear all these leaks, and that, that's why today it gives people like Bob Lazar who in the, was it the late 80s, who, late 80s, early 90s, who he basically said, yeah, Area 54, I've seen them, I've worked on them, I've worked on the propulsion side for them, reverse engineering these crafts. And he was in possession of a piece of metal that supposedly that's why they were hunting them down. And that piece of metal was not terrestrial, not of this earth. And they gave it a name, and I forgot the name, but... You know, that piece of metal was a big deal. Right, right. Uh, apparently, uh, and apparently he's not the only one. You, you, you hear, uh, and they're, right now they're conspiracy theories because there's no proof about all these people being hunted or right. people that just disappear off the face of the earth or you hear about one, art, one automobile fatal crashes. Right. And well, and that takes us back to Phil Ebner who started disclosing everything going on in Dulce, New Mexico, and the underground bases there, what's going on. And you know how he had a battle with some of the army people and aliens down there, but, and he opens a shirt and he shows you where he was hit by a, a laser beam, but they saved his life and he credits one soldier for saving his life, but that soldier died supposedly in this battle. Um, well, the way he mysteriously ended up committing suicide, it, it, it wasn't a suicide at all. Right. But he met his demise. And how funny, it's only after he started talking about the technology that they had and where these bases were located. And, and if you talk to people, there's two things that a lot of people up in Dulce, New Mexico have seen, and that's Sasquatch and UFOs. Right, and uh, a lot of people like to tie the two together, even if right. even if they're not into conspiracy theories. Right, people either UFOs, orbs, Sasquatch. You know, they, a lot of the stories they have more than one of them in there. Of course, and and you know, like you said, as far as we've been studying this topic, they get tied in together. Right now. I'm still on the fence about if they're really tied in together, but there's been times where we've seen things in the sky. Uh, now, is there something in the forest watching us? I don't know, because our, our eyes are usually up there. So. Right. But we have seen some crazy things in the sky. We've seen craft act like none of the aircraft we know can behave. 
um, just the maneuvers they've done, how quick they accelerate, stop on a dime, accelerate in a different direction. Um, those are things that I've seen, and people may not believe me, but these two ojos locos have seen it. <laughs> yep, yep. <clears throat> now, I, I've always, while we've talked about this before, we've seen these aircraft or these whatever craft they are do these 90-degree uh, turns or right. or come to a dead stop or else just take off like a bat out of hell. And I, I thought, you know, how could a human survive these G-forces? And uh, when we started talking about that, it's funny because there's explanations that come up on like YouTube videos or how they have like a, a cushion, a bubble inside these aircraft right. that allows the humans to survive these kind of G-forces. But then on the other hand, I think right now the big thing is AI. How do we know AI ain't flying these crafts? We, we don't know. Because I know that's one of the things they're working on as far as our new fighters. Right. No, um, no. a lot of the weapons they want, like some of the Navy ships, they want AI to man it, operate it. Um, you know, that's, that's why I brought up AI, that it's a hot topic as well now, and w people are afraid of what direction it could take us. Um, this morning on, you know, Face the Nation, they were talking to Microsoft's uh, vice chair, who was saying it has to be regulated because they asked him, can AI go rogue? And he said, he didn't say yes, but he pointed that it needs to be controlled just like any other technology because it could be used for good. And he gave examples of how it could be used for good. I mean, this week they've been trying to find antibiotics that work on these super bugs that antibiotic, they're antibiotic resistant. Well, this week there was an article that AI has now found an, a, a formula for antibiotics that will kill the superbug. And he gave an example like that and a couple others, and then he kind of didn't say it. But uh, on the other hand, if it goes rogue the way AI is learning today, who's to say they're not going to take over the computers and start a nuclear war? Right, and uh, I saw an interesting <clears throat> interview. I can't remember who it was, and they asked him the same question about controlling AI. Right. And they, they asked him, exactly how does AI work? And his answer was, well, we don't fully understand it. But then again, we don't fully understand how the human brain works. Right. So how could you regulate something that you really don't extend, uh, understand all the ins and outs of how it works. Right. It's, it's going to be a hot topic They're, from here out. The, the people are afraid, the ones who want to regulate it, that it's going to end up regulating us. Right. Well, you look at it, it's like any new technology. It's change, but what is this change going to bring? Right. It's going to be interesting to see. It is. Um, like I tell people, you know, uh, Hollywood does give you some of the secrets that, that, that are going to happen. Do you remember the Terminator movie, right. Sky, Skynet? Right. Here we go. Or... <laughs> You know, the Matrix. <clears throat> right. They'll be it's, using us as batteries. You know, they'll, they'll have an artificial utopia programmed in our brain. We think we're living our lives when they're using our bodies for fuel. Right. I mean, who knows what AI is capable or going to be capable of. It, they, they could, you know, take over everything. We but don't know. I'm covering all my bases because I've been uh, brushing up on the robot dance. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. No, and it, it's... It is interesting, and it's interesting to see where it's going to take us. But as far as we know, that there's still a creature out in those woods that's flesh and blood. Yep. He doesn't use AI, but he's a master of the woods. Right. Now, that's everything's debatable when it comes to Sasquatch because 
that, well, let's face it, we don't know. Right. We don't know other than we've I seen it for a few seconds. Right. You know, I, I, I seen a, a, something that was eating bones or something. We, we really don't know. Or I saw this thing. It wasn't a bear, but it was on two feet crossing the road. Right. And it did it in three steps. <clears throat> right. No, we don't know. Yep, but uh, hopefully uh, we could catch another peak and maybe that'll open up some insight for us. Right. Maybe we'll see something that somebody hasn't seen. Right, and that's my whole thing is, like I've said before, I just, <coughs> just want to catch a glimpse of it. Now, if I get too terrified to go back into the woods, at least mission accomplished. Nope, nope. you drug me back, so I'm dragging <laughs> you back. <laughs> but I, I just think it'd be interesting to see one of these creatures. I mean, I'm not out to harm it, to hurt it. I just want to see it for my, with my own eyes. Um, do I know they're out there? Yeah, I do. You know, uh, are they malicious? That depends. Right. I, I think any wild animal can be. I, I agree. Like I've said before, it depends. If you get juveniles around and, and there's a mother around, of course, she's going to be defensive because right. she doesn't know what your purpose with those kids are. Right. I've seen videos of <clears throat> little kids hand-feeding deer and stuff, corn right. or whatever. And I've also seen videos of deer beating up people. Right. There's younger around. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's just how even some humans are like that. They protect their young, not all. Right. Some, some throw their young to the wolves, but unfortunately, yeah, that's true. It, but it's it's human. It's it's just nature. Whether it's animal, human, it, the instinct is to protect yours. Right. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting. Anyway, that's what we wanted to share with you guys tonight. And we hope you enjoyed it. Right. And if I, when, well, I will. When I get a chance, I'm off the next couple of days. I'll, uh, I'll post that video you sent me about oh. the Nephilim. And uh, the second picture of the Sasquatch we talked about, the one I said looks like a tall chimp. Yeah. So I'll put them both on our Facebook page. You guys could check them out. And uh, I don't know, judge for yourself. Just let, even in the comments, let us know what you think. Drop us an email if you want to be more discreet. Whatever right. floats your boat. Let us know. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.